Hello, everyone. This is Adam West. Uh, maybe you're thrilled to buy adventures, right, on Batman there? Hmm? My secret true identity, Bruce Wayne, millionaire philanthropist. Anyway, I'm glad to talk to you all and have the privilege of doing the following. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for Ladies and 
gentlemen of the radio audience. Very auspicious beginning. Sure, the talk show. You know, people phone in and make a beef. Oh, what about? Whatever happens to bug you, that's what you talk about. Sometimes he agrees with the caller, other times he sets him straight. Picture Jesus as a ninja fighting off evil samurai. Welcome back to the show. It's me, Chris T, here on thehoundnyc.com. On a Friday night, not just any Friday night, a good Friday night. A damn good Friday night. As I like to think of it. It's the day after Maundy Thursday. I hope you washed somebody's feet. The Facebook page is facebook.com slash call aerial view. The live line into the studio is 760-I-CALL-AV. 760-422-5528. Tomorrow, in case you were wondering, is Ascension Saturday. Then, of course, Sunday is Easter Sunday. I believe Passover begins tomorrow as well. That means the roads will be relatively clear around this area. It's a good weekend to stay home. Plus, it's also supposed to rain. Like a mother around here. Like biblical rain. Another good reason to stay home. And a good reason for me to stay home is I just got back from a long, not that long, it was kind of a quick turnaround, Memphis road trip. So I'm not sure how the uh, idea of me hitching a ride on this trip that uh, my friend Jim was taking down to Memphis to record at Sun Studios. But, uh, you know, now that I don't have regular employment... I'm a little more free with my schedule. I decided I would go. I invited myself along on the trip. I said, hey, how about I go with you? Now, there are some people in life, you know, you go traveling with them and you find out they're not a terribly good traveling companion. But I, I knew that Jim was a good traveling companion. We'd traveled before. And I knew we wouldn't uh, unnecessarily get on each other's nerves. I was probably more worried about getting on his nerves since he was going to be doing the driving, you know. So, uh, gratefully, that didn't happen. I'm grateful for that. We saw some really messed up traffic out there. I mean, anybody who drives for a living, and I used to talk to truck drivers all day long, you know. And uh, there was a lot of romanticizing about what they did there was a lot of this idea of uh you get to see this beautiful country and you know all this natural splendor is through your windshield and oh the envy of those of us stuck here but at one point i remember turning to jim and saying you know when you've run this road i don't know 10 10 times you're probably done with it by then and there's a lot of ugliness out there too in America, I don't mean just ugly Americans, but there's a lot of areas where it's, ugh, yeah. 
And then every once in a while, you get this stunning vista. You'll see these mountains off in the distance or something. And you'll think, oh, that's all right. But we had to get down there quick, fast, and in a hurry. So that meant taking the boring roads, the fast ones. And on the first night, we were due in Wilmington. So left my house early in the morning. I forget how early it was. It was 6.30 or something like that. 6 a.m. Hit the road. And we weren't in Wilmington until 12 hours later, 13 hours later. And then uh, Jim had a show to play that night, and then it was back on the road early next morning. And out to Memphis we went. And that was another long day of driving. All day of driving. Then uh, Sunday night, hang out for a little bit, go to Beale Street, walk around Memphis. Uh, We got involved in a whole thing with the hotel and the backup plan for the hotel and um, and then Monday tax day recording at 706 Union Avenue in Memphis Tennessee Sun Studio and the home of the Memphis Recording Service where Sam Phillips gave birth to rock and roll as we know it so that's what's on the roster tonight in case you were wondering what's on the roster I don't even know what the hell's on the roster for this evening, to be honest with you. Let's see. Upside down update. Oh, yeah. The House Democrats have subpoenaed a full Mueller report and all supporting evidence. Elizabeth Warren is talking about impeachment. Notre Dame caught on fire. And some people are upset about it. Other people are not. Uh, We're, uh, we've crossed the Rubicon. We're through the looking glass, people. Black is white, up is down. That whole thing. And, and we're going to be living this way for a little while. It's like an extra... I'll tell you, like one of the places that we went into, stayed in in Memphis, um, which was an Airbnb. Worst one I've ever been in. And, you know, I've been staying in Airbnbs for a while now, while, while traveling, even for work. Uh, often it's cheaper, it's better. And usually when you stay in one of those, you're staying in somebody else's house. But but in this particular case, we were staying in what seemed to be like an investment. Like some young person thought, I'll buy an apartment in downtown Memphis. And I'll, I'll Airbnb it and I'll make a whole bunch of money. Yeah. Because you, you can always tell the ones that people actually live in and the ones that they've never been to and this is one of those ones that they had never been to and you walked into this apartment and the first thing you smelled was bleach but then there was like a top note of vomit and you realized quickly that someone had vomited in the bathroom some asshole had gone out to Beale Street and got friggin hammered drank 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 and then puked 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 a little bit of drinking a little bit of puking And the way that it was cleaned was somebody went in there and poured a bunch of bleach over the puke. Swirled it around. I don't know what happened next. But that's what life is like now. If you were to ask me, if you were to say, Chris T., what's it like living in the Upside Down? I would say it's like bleach with a 
top note of vomit. Or, or if you want to swap those around, that's fine too. Vomit with a top note of bleach. That's kind of what it's like living right now. Through what we're living through. With this uh, criminal enterprise. Criminal family enterprise that's running the country. <laughs> but I'm not here to talk about that. It, that is on the roster. And really, you know, I have way too much audio to... to to take up your time just talking about the criminal family enterprise that is running this country currently. Attempting to run this country. That's what I should say if I was being accurate. They're not really running the country. They don't know what they're doing. Except, uh, you know, they know how to grift. The show really is about this road trip. So let's get out on the road right now. With the first segment here as uh, Jim and I make our way south. Somewhere in, um, might have been outside of Washington, D.C., as a matter of fact. This is the Sun Studios or Bust edition of Aerial View. And I know that there's some of you out there who are saying, why is he saying it plural? I always called it Sun Studios. I, I There's only one room there. I'm not sure why. I should start calling it Sun Studio Singular. Hey, it's Chris T. here on Aerial View. Heading south on 95, somewhere in Virginia, outside of Fairfax, traveling in the car with Jim on our way to Wilmington, North Carolina, where we're set to arrive at around uh, 3.45 p.m. this afternoon. It's about a nine-hour drive from where I live, and then uh, we're going to be there overnight, and then we head to Memphis on Sunday, which is another, what, 10 hours of driving to Memphis? 14. 14? What? Holy shit. What time were we supposed to be in Memphis? No particular time. Sunday evening, whenever we get there. Okay. Sunday evening, whatever time. Uh, I've been to Memphis twice before. Both times didn't see much of Memphis besides Graceland. What about you? Graceland, Sun Studios. You haven't been to Sun? Never been to Sun Studios. Stacks? No, not Stacks. Graceland Sun at the motel. Lorraine Motel? Motel, yeah. Which is now a museum, a museum for Martin Luther yeah. King Jr. He yeah. was murdered there on, I think it was April 4th, wasn't it, 1968? And then what's going to happen on Monday, tax day? Monday, we're going to sleep in, get ourselves some food. We want to do a photo shoot in front of Sun Studio, and then the recording at 7 p.m. So how long have you booked at Sun Studios, do you know? Well, we've got... One five-hour block booked, so 7 p.m. to midnight. And in that time, you hope to record how many songs? We have a list of 10. We're hoping to do at least six, and then the rest would be a bonus. And which one am I singing on or playing tambourine on? Any ideas? No. No. You sure you don't want me to do musical saw? No. Non-musical saw? Humming? Kazoo? Nothing? By the way, did you read the Sam Phillips book I loaned you? That was your I homework. It. You didn't finish it? Uh, ten or so pages in. Did you bring it with you on this trip? I forgot. Oh, man. This is deeply no, disappointing. I thought I'd be able to quiz you on book. Sam Phillips. 
There's no room in the car for it. It's enormous, this book. It's very in-depth. You learn everything you ever wanted to know about Sam Phillips and Sun Studios. A big part of what he did was the Memphis Recording Service. He was mobile. He would put his very heavy tube recording equipment in the trunk of his car and drive it anywhere in Memphis and record your event. I didn't get to that part. I read the introduction. What I did find interesting was that he, out of all of his books, you know, I read the Elvis books and things like that. You know, it was interesting because he knew Sam Phillips. He knew yeah. Sam Phillips for 25 years. So that's, you know, so he's got that personal... Got that personal connection. Yeah. yeah. It's a good book. So uh, that's that's the plan on tax day to be at Sun Studios in Memphis and recording. I'm going to try to document it along the way for aerial view here on thehoundnyc.com where you can hear aerial view Friday 6 p.m. Eastern Time and then it replays Tuesday at 6 p.m. and then it becomes a podcast Tuesdays at 7 p.m. available on all the podcast platforms but we are on a Memphis road trip right now five hours away from Wilmington North Carolina a town I've never been to have you ever been there never been I don't know if I've ever stopped in North Carolina I've passed through it never stopped in it so that'll be a first for me but there's a show tonight like 8 8 30 at the Beale Street Barbershop then get up early tomorrow what time you think uh, we'll have to get up tomorrow 6 a.m. again well yeah, Mark is, uh, I think he plans to be on the road at 4.45 or something, you know, thereabouts tomorrow morning for the for the trip to Memphis. Um, so we could either, you know, convoy with them or, you know, whatever we want. Oh, my God, we're getting up at like 4.30? Jesus Christ. Why did I do this? Smart, you know, just hit the sack early tonight and uh, get up early tomorrow. All right. I say don't even hit the sack. I say after the show, we just drive to Memphis. Okay. Maybe I should sleep while you're doing the show, and I'll be the second driver. Could do that, too. Okay. All right. Right now, we're behind a truck that's uh, got Virginia plates that say, don't tread on me, and then uh, wildlife, and he's got, what is that, a raccoon in the crosshairs? Yeah. What is this company? I see traps for taking animals alive. I guess what you'd call a nuisance animal. Although, to them, you're probably the nuisance. Should I call his phone number? I'm going to call him. What if he answers? Hello? <laughs> yeah, is this wildlife? Yes, it is. I'm just trying to figure out what you guys do. Do you trap pests or nuisance animals and release them, or what do you do? Yes, we, we use traps to remove them from people's property. Do you ever shoot them? Um, sometimes, yeah. It depends. Uh, if the animal doesn't look sick, the law uh, says I can release it on my own property. If they look like they're injured or they're sick, then I usually I gas them or euthanize them with a single gunshot sometimes. Okay, so like a rabbit animal, you would have to do that yes. with. All right. Yeah. You said you gas them? Yes. Oh. It's All like right. uh, putting them to sleep. You put them in a, a chamber and you turn the gas on, they go to sleep. They don't wake up. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, well, if I need to contact you guys, is this the best way to reach you on this phone number? Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you. I think I got a couple uh, of badgers I might need eliminated. Badgers? Yeah. Where are you at? Uh, outside of Fairfax. Yeah. Um, do you we don't go have the badgers? 
Yeah, we don't have badgers in this area, so it's probably a groundhog. Oh, okay, it might be a groundhog. I don't know. I moved here from Michigan, so it looked like a yeah, badger to me. There, yeah, up there you got them. Down right. here, there's no badgers. <laughs> All right. Well, they're badgering me, so. I got you. I got you, too. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Yes, I didn't, I don't know what the fuck. Badgers, they're only, you're not out here? You don't have badgers out here? I guess not. He must have brought them with you. <laughs> he must have hitched a ride in my vehicle. So now we know what a wildlife does. They will gas that pain in the ass, or they will shoot it. I like how he said, I'll euthanize it with a single gunshot. Sounds pretty humane, right? Well, you don't want a goddamn rabid animal on your property. What does it say on the side of his truck? Now I'm curious. Rodents, possums, skunks, raccoons, snakes, foxes, bats, squirrels. We'll kill them all. Let God sort them out. Yeah, I love their logo. I would like a t-shirt with that. It's got a raccoon in the crosshairs, and it says wildlife removal. Why that name? It's You're really just killing nuisance animals. Well, I don't think the elite is modifying the you know, the word wildlife. I think they mean that it's their elite. They, they perform their job in an elite manner. You just heard that guy on the phone. Would you call him elite? I think he's elite. I, I wouldn't call him an elitist. Maybe we haven't seen the other people working in this space. Maybe they're just a bunch of lowlifes. I don't know. Now I want to know what kind of gas they use. Like, would a peacock be considered elite wildlife, you think? I could call him back and ask. He'd probably be like, I can't kill one of those. That's on the list of animals I can't kill. Certainly a bald eagle, right? Would be a. Ooh, that'd be a great prank call. I got this bald eagle that won't leave me alone. Come out and shoot it. That would be illegal. You'd have to call it illegal wildlife. Illegal wildlife removal. They take away the bats, the squirrels, the raccoons, the possums. What else was on there? No I badgers. Bats. Remember I, had, I still have bats in my house. And uh, so about four or five years ago, we called a uh, you know wildlife remover. And this guy you know came right out. And he spent like... This guy must have spent two hours with me at the house. We had bats and squirrels. And he spent two hours with, you know, with me, looking around the house, telling me how he would do it, telling me stories about other animals he had trapped. Um, you know, left and never came back. Might have died, who knows? We had a roofer one time, really good roofer, he used to clean out our gutters, shovel snow off our roof. And uh, last time I tried to contact him to clean the gutters, never heard back from him. And then I discovered he's dead. He died. Man, you know how hard it is to find a good roofer? You think he fell off a roof? No, he had uh, cancer or something, I think. Maybe your bat guy died. Hmm. Maybe. Well, here we are, 27 miles away from Fredericksburg. And on our way to Wilmington, and uh, I'll check in with you all later, but this is Aerial View on a Memphis road trip. Uh, what are we calling this one? All the way from Memphis? All the way to Memphis. Probably better. Oh, yeah. Recording on the road, nothing better. And um, the number here at Aerial View, this is a live radio show. 
is how I like to think of it. It becomes a podcast later on, but right now it's happening in the moment. That's a rare and beautiful thing. We live in the era of time shifting of everything. So if you want to take place, uh, if you want to take part, I should say, in something that's taking place now, call 760-I-CALL-AV, 760-422-5528. But I got a lot more audio here. I'm trying to add it up in my brain. And uh, if I go fast, I may actually just be able to get all of it in. So let's uh, go back to Jim and I on the road somewhere, God knows where, on the outskirts of Wilmington, perhaps? Hey, it's me, Chris T., here for Aerial View on thehoundnyc.com, and uh, it's now 6.09 p.m. on Saturday, April 13th, as Jim and I make our way to Wilmington, North Carolina. We're on the outskirts of Wilmington, um, about 10 minutes away from the city itself, and then we got to find a place that we're headed to that we're staying tonight. And then you have a show later as well. Yes, I do. Uh, gonna be on stage playing with the band, huh? 8 30 p.m. And so you'll barely have a moment to rest, maybe gobble down some food, have a drink, and then head out there. Yeah, looking and then tomorrow, to looking forward to it. Yeah. Then tomorrow, you want to get out the door at what fucking time? Like 4.30 a.m.? Fuck you. Long drive. <laughs> Fuck you. 13 hours to Memphis? Is that what you said? I think it's 14. Oh, it's a mighty long way down rock and roll. How's that go? We're going to hit 12 hours because you picked me up at my place... And we got on the road at, what would you say, 6.15? Yeah, about 6.15. So this is going to be 12 hours from my house to uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, to where we're staying. So that's a full day of driving. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm tired of driving. Driving this far sucks, let's face it. I can't wait for them self-driving cars. Imagine you get in that thing, go down the road sleeping, put your trust in that robot trying to kill you. I read today that Walmart is going to be introducing into their stores thousands of robotic assistants that will do things like clean, stock shelves, and do other stuff. So you imagine you're working at Walmart and they, they replace you with a robot. Walmart's the only place in your town to work. And now along comes R2-D2 to take your job. More reasons not to go to Walmart, I guess. I still think their logo looks like a puckered asshole. All right, I'll be checking back in again. This is Aerial View on thehoundnyc.com. Chris T. in the car headed to Wilmington, North Carolina. Never been there. I've never really spent any time in North Carolina. I've only driven through it. So it'll be a new one on me. We're almost there in Wilmington, and then we'll have a few minutes of downtime to eat something, and then the show at the Beale Street Barbershop, and then get some sleep, and then get up early tomorrow and drive all the way to Memphis. All right, more later. Nothing like reporting from the road. Oh, man. Oh, man. That sounds good, too. I hope you're appreciating the sound quality. Even if it is... uh, What's my new slogan? Two channels, one speaker. Or, uh, yeah, something like that. 
If you want to take part in the program, which is happening now, 760-I-CALL-AV, 760-422-5528. But maybe what I should do is play the rest of this audio before we run out of time. So here we are. God knows where. This might be um, headed for Tupelo. Let's see. Hey, it's me, Chris T., here on uh, Aerial View on, uh, what is today, Sunday, April 14th, I should say. And uh, Jim and I have been driving for almost five hours now. We left uh, Wilmington, North Carolina at 5.30 a.m., and started heading west, and now we're uh, in Augusta, Georgia, where apparently the Masters is going on today, so we're hoping not to run into any golf traffic. And uh, just saw a billboard for um, a restaurant called Twin Peaks. What do you think of that? I like it. Uh, We were wondering if maybe it was a David Lynch-themed restaurant where a, a dwarf... Uh, is your waiter and he talks backwards and you record your order into a tape recorder but that's probably not the case and then I thought I saw a sign for baby Jesus field and it turned out to be Bobby Jones field we are on our way towards Atlanta we took the southern route didn't we yes we did you think it was a mistake or the non-scenic route we got to make time man yeah, this, this route was an hour less than the northern route, which would have taken us up into the, I think, the Smoky Mountains of Tennessee and towards Nashville and that way, Knoxville, Nashville, and then down towards Memphis. That would have been an hour longer. Yeah, sightseeing is, is a luxury we can't afford right now. Yeah, because right now on Route 20 West, there isn't fuck all to see. I mean, there's, there's just nothing for miles and miles and miles. There's no uh, what you might call scenic splendor of any kind. It's boring. But we will be in uh, Memphis, if all goes well, at around 5 p.m., barring any other stops for number one or number two or anything else, coffee or food or anything, guitar store. God forbid, number three. Here's the advantage to the route we're taking. We'll go through Tupelo, and I've never been to Tupelo, and we'll get to see Elvis's birthplace, which is a shotgun shack. You can also see the hardware store where he bought his first guitar. Is today a significant day in Elvis history, I wonder? April 14th? Hmm. It's the day I stashed Priscilla away until she was 16. I have no idea, but we're going to be in Memphis this evening and um, get some dinner, and then we're at the Days Inn across from Graceland, and then tomorrow's the big day of recording. By the way, how do you think it went last night with the show in Wilmington at the Beale Street Barbershop? I think it went very well. I think it went very well. I met the the group, nice bunch of folks to play with. Um, Yeah, went went really well. Very happy. Um, Yeah, I have some audio from that too, so I'm going to stick some of that in here right about now and you'll get to hear what the band sounded like on stage last night. And then... uh, Sunday they have a a date with Destiny. Is Destiny going to be there? Do you know she'll be there? Um, And they're going to be recording at Sun Studios around 7 p.m. in the evening, and then you have it booked until midnight. And uh, I figure a fight should break out around 9 p.m., and uh, we'll see if we can just get that added to the schedule. So that's where we're going to be, in the place where Sam Phillips recorded all those incredible artists and 
his right-hand man, Cowboy Jack Clement, turned on a tape recorder when the Million Dollar Quartet walked in the door. Otherwise, we wouldn't have those recordings. So we're headed for history, 706 Union Avenue in Memphis, Tennessee. And uh, if we have time, I'd like to get in a visit to Stax as well, Stax Records. And uh, Graceland I've seen several times. So don't feel the need to go by Graceland especially. Never been to the Lorraine Motel. I would go by there as well. Check that out. They got a museum up in there, don't they? They do. I mean, I, uh, I, I didn't have time to visit the museum. We just kind of went, stopped, you know, uh, took a moment. And that's all we had time for. All right, we can so do that. We've passed through Augusta, it seems like to me. And the next major city on this route Route 20 West is going to be Atlanta. I, I've heard things about the traffic outside of Atlanta, but we'll see. How y'all doing tonight? You don't know me, but that doesn't matter. Uh, how's Wilmington feeling? Feeling good? All right. We drove about 13 hours to be here, Jim and I, and uh, we're really uh, happy to be in Wilmington for the first time. Everyone's been very friendly. Is everybody in Wilmington this friendly? No! I heard a no from over here. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I hear you've welcomed this man with open arms and open wallets as well. Uh, this is Mark Sinis, and this is 825. And tomorrow they set out for Memphis, Tennessee to record at Sun Studios. They'll be there Monday, tax day. Seems appropriate somehow. But tonight they're here for you all doing their cemetery in Western. And uh, don't forget this man also cuts heads. There he is. Who here has had their hair cut by Mark? All right, how do you feel about it? I see you have both ears still, so that's good. And we also got this here tip bucket. It's uh, it's just for tips, it's not for anything else. So, as it circulates, pretty girls, phone numbers, we'll take. Oh, it's for that as well. All right, so I'll stop talking now and hear once again, Mark Sinis, an 825! <laughs>
Elvis Presley, and that was only one of 12 of my records that R.C. Victor has put out into two great 45 extended play albums. There's also Blue Suede Shoes, Hound Dog, and lots of others. And you people can have them absolutely free. All you gotta do is buy one of R.C. Victor's great new record players made especially for you. They call them Elvis Presley autograph models with my name stamped on top. One of them plays all four speeds. It's a portable. It's only $32.95, including eight of my records. Then there's another portable, an automatic. 
Just push a button and Papa, don't be cruel to who hard is true. This one's only $44.95, and with this you get all 12 songs free. But hurry while this great offer lasts, friends. Just buy one of RCA Victor Elvis Presley record player. See you in the movie when Love Me Tender comes to town. I like uh, how he just kind of tossed that last part in there. You know, we're almost out of road. So uh, without any further ado, I'm going to play the rest of this Memphis road trip. And uh, if I can't get it in, it'll be on the podcast. Let's just look at it that way. Don't forget, this show replays Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, then becomes a podcast at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, available wherever you get podcasts. For the next uh, six weeks or so, there will not be new hound howls or crash in the parties. They're going into a bit of a hiatus. And then they'll return here sometime in May. Here we go. Boy, look, there's more shotgun shacks here. I don't think Elvis's was the only one. There's a sign. There's the sign. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There it is. It just appears out of nowhere. What a shitty house. That's it? No, I'm asking. That is, yeah, of course that's it. There's a big marker right there. Birthplace of Elvis Presley. Elvis Aaron Presley. What about his brother that died at birth? His twin. Do they mention him? January 8th, 1933. Are we going to get out and take a picture? Can you sit on the swing? Or they yell at you? Ooh, look. Enhance your pleasure. Enhancing your experience. With a ribbed condom. There's a, there's a visitor center here. Here we are, the little shotgun shack. Well, this is quite the moment. Start your tour here. Are we in the wrong place? Walk of Life, Mississippi Historic Site. Elvis at 13 statue. Elvis during puberty statue. All right, here we go. Making our way into the historic birthplace. Oh, his father built this house. What do you know? I didn't know that. Tickets required for entry. Hello, how are you? Not yet. You got to go over there and get the tickets? Okay, I'll do that. There's a woman sitting in there that won't let you go in without a ticket. You may as well, right? Yeah, dude, I saw the whole place. I walked in because you could see straight through to the back door. That's why they call it a shotgun shack. Shoot a shotgun through the front door. How much are the tickets? Um, I was recording video when I walked in there. I think I got her on. All right, I am in the gift shop here. Looking for something that doesn't look like tacky crap. And that's impossible. Because it all looks like tacky crap. Oh man, the money they're making off this man. Still. 
<laughs> Do you folks mind if I ask a question? Yeah. Um, how far have you traveled to come to the birthplace of Elvis Presley? From the UK, uh, today we travel 670 miles to get here. Wow. Uh, so, so Elvis must be important to you then, I take it? Very important, yep, yep. Big part of our life. For, for how long? Were you a childhood Elvis fan? Yeah, or? My mum like was a big, big Elvis fan, and we were sort of brought up on it as well. So, so, so where in the UK are you all from? We're from Reading. Um, my eldest daughter, his middle name is Lisa. My youngest daughter's middle name is Marie, after Elvis' child as well. Wow, that's, that's dedication. That's pure dedication. So are you going anywhere else uh, on the Elvis Presley tour? Or are you? We've done Graceland's two, two years ago, but we're going back to Graceland's again uh, on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, we're headed there today. We're headed to Memphis today once we leave here. So, yeah, I've been to Graceland a couple of times. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it was, thank you for talking to me. What's your name, by the Steve. way? Steve. Steve from Reading. From Reading. Reading, uh, Bartshire. Bartshire. Yep. Bartshire. <laughs> so wh what part of uh, England South, is that? Southeast. 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 Okay. So it's uh, Liverpool's the north, right? And then We're the south. Right down about an hour and a half from London and probably about an hour from Windsor. Well, it sounds like a lovely spot. So lovely. thanks for... Thanks for, thanks for coming to Elvis. I don't know. I have nothing to do with the Elvis Presley birthplace. I'm not sure why I'm thanking you, but thanks for coming anyway. It was nice to meet you. Yeah. Hi, how are you? A little bit, yeah. How far did you come from? Same as... You don't know them, though, right? Whereabouts in the UK? Plymouth. Plymouth. Where is that? You have to position it. South Coast. South Coast. Okay. So how far did you travel to, to get here? You, I mean, you came obviously from there, but did you come right to Mississippi? No, I went to, um, Nashville, then to Chattanooga, uh, okay. and here today. Wow, so country music fans all the way from the UK. What are your names? Joe and Adele. Joe and Adele? Yes, Adele. Adele. Have you been in there yet? Have you, you got inside? We were just about leaving. All right, yeah, okay. Well, thanks for talking to me. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, nice Take care. Right. Let me see where uh, my friend got to. Is Jim still inside? All right, I met a couple of people, nice people from the UK. And since I kind of already snuck into the uh, house, I, I'm not paying the $18 ticket to go inside. All right, this is uh, Chris T on Aerial View on thehoundmyc.com here in Sun Studios on tax day, April 15th, 2019 with Rez and Dan and uh, the session started at seven, but we haven't started rolling yet, have we? No, they're still getting. Uh, they're still trying to get their headphones dialed in. I think they'll. I think they'll be ready to go here soon. I blame personally. I blame the assistant engineer. I, I didn't see that. Coming. He's always the easiest. To... I did not. I didn't see that coming, Plez. You broke my heart. Did I say Rez? I meant Plez. Oh, Plez yeah. <laughs> I was thinking because he kept saying hi Rez well, earlier, and I got Rez in, in, in my mind. So. Sorry, hold on. <laughs> say it again. We'll call you <laughs> I think I inadvertently changed your name. Sorry about that. Then I'm going to have to run through there and go back to the front and work the camera. Uh, anyway, it's it's That's just the only bad thing about having the organ there. It's the best spot for the organ, but having it right right along the wall there, it makes it difficult to get by the singer. But nowhere else in the room does it really fit. We've we've changed the room around two or three times since we started, just trying to find the right flow for setup, breakdown, tours. And that's where it's been for a year or two now. I like it there. I just It's only in the way during a session when you have a full band in play. 
Well, yeah, and my concern is pulling out a cable as I'm making my way across the floor, of course. Do you need a long cable? Uh, no, 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 I don't, I don't need... I'm good. I'm going to run a little uh, recording on this thing here on this Zoom. That and just, I didn't even think about that. Just changed their whole fucking mix in their headphones because I removed that track that's pumping the whole mix out to them. When you sent it out to him? When I sent it, when I sent, when I lost my talkback mic, they lost all that other sound that they were hearing. You see what I'm saying? Oh, because that was going to. Yeah. Hey, can you send that out with the drums, or you don't necessarily want to boost the whole thing? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, but it's. Let's we'll see what. Let's we'll see what. Yeah, happens. no, it's fine. I just didn't even think about it. It was funny. I, it this is my least heard. favorite aspect of what headphones introduced to the yeah, equation, though. I know. It becomes something. About more about focusing on getting the mix right and less about playing the record because you can always mix it later, you just need to be able to hear. I know anytime yeah. I've ever recorded in the studio, I've never worn headphones. Yeah, you guys ready? We're rolling. Hurrah! Hurrah! Is this th this is another warm up though, right? This isn't this an actual, is, I believe this is the real deal take. Well, I'm not running the video camera, he wanted me to oh, run. That's all right. All right. It's out there, right? Yeah, but it's not on. This is where all the real stuff's happening yeah, anyway, stuff. man. They'll probably need a couple passes before they get the one they like, so you're probably safe. This is where all the cool stuff's happening. Oh, yeah, I like being in the control room. I'm sorry you hurt yourself, man. No, man, it's all good. Especially your ankle. Risk of the, risk of the job, you know? Now, is that a reproduction, that monitor? It is. It's uh, Okay. So it's a replica, it's a rebuild of the original model that Sam had in here uh, for playback, but his, it was a uh, made by Sam. So it's a unique design on the planet. <laughs> and uh, we rebuilt it and then we had a guy in town, Dave Halford, who does really great speaker work, take it and make it actually functional. Like we just made the shell and then he made it a real speaker. But it's pretty cool. It's a really great set piece. Sam's, you can see ours is, down a little low because of the air duct. Right. Sam's would have been all the way up to the all the way up to the ceiling. It would have cleared the this top yeah, of this yeah, window. Yeah. You wouldn't have seen it in the window, right? Which would be so cool. But also, we found this recording sign, a little red sign, and we were able to magnet it to the back of this thing. So, and one day we'll get it to light up. So, it'll be even cooler. Very excellent. Very excellent. All right, I'll shut my mouth at this point. And let you get about it. Hey, friends. You know, they got a great little museum there at Sun Studios. We got a private tour. Went upstairs. One of the coolest things is they had managed to save Dewey Phillips's radio studio that was in somewhere. And I'm not sure if it was the radio studio. It was like the portable radio studio. By the way, Roger the Cat Engineer is here checking levels. If he manages to uh, unplug my microphone, that's what happened, just so you know. Hey, it's me, Chris T, here for this aerial view on thehoundnyc.com. It's quarter to three here in Memphis, Tennessee. 
I'm sitting behind Sun Studios, and I'm trying to escape the smell of cigarette smoke, and I find I can't. Um, just a bunch of people in this band who smoke, and then uh, the engineer smokes. It makes me almost instantly sick. I don't know if I'm allergic to it now or what the deal is. Um, or maybe it's got something to do with my sister dying of lung cancer, but uh, it like gives me a, a sinus headache. It makes me feel like I can't breathe. Um, and I, I didn't realize that people can still smoke indoors here in Memphis. Like you'll go out to a restaurant or something like that and there's ashtrays everywhere and people are smoking there you have it hey it's me Chris T on this uh, aerial view out on the road and uh, it's currently what time is it about 6.50 6.53 p.m. eastern time and Jim and I are somewhere on is this route 40 still interstate 40 no, 81, 81. 81 we're on interstate 81 north we're about half an hour outside of the town of bristol virginia why is bristol famous um home of country music no birthplace, the birthplace birthplace of country music in 1927 between uh, july and august ralph peer uh of the victor talking record company talking machine company, whatever the hell it was called, went to Bristol and set up shop in a hat and glove store and uh, recorded a bunch of sessions upstairs that came to be known as the Big Bang of Country Music. Those sessions included the Carter family, who came down from the mountain to record, and Jimmy Rogers, who is known as the father of country music. Also known as? Uh, the Singing Breakman? From... Meridian, Mississippi. Okay. Okay. So, uh, we've never been to Bristol. Have you ever been? No. No, sir. Nor have I. Uh, we were... There's a speedway there, too, isn't there? Yeah. There's a big uh, NASCAR track there, if memory serves. We... Our, our original plan was to go to Smoky Mountain Knife Works, which is in Sevierville, Tennessee, I believe it's called. It's just uh, outside of Knoxville, Tennessee. But it was a late night last night. The band was recording till about 8.25. There's the band now, right on cue. Let's see. Is that the banjo player? Anyway. Uh, the band was at Sun Studios until... The session didn't wrap up till 3 a.m. By the time the car was loaded up, it was 3.30. By the time my head hit the pillow, it was 4. What about you? Yeah, 3.45... I set the alarm for 9 a.m. so I'd have enough time to uh, do the three S's. I got the three S's. Well, I didn't. I didn't do the third S. I did the first two. I, I got two out of three. I two out of three ain't bad. And then uh, got on the road at like 9:30, and we ran into a lot of uh, construction on I-40 uh, after we got it past what Nashville. Now look at this. It looks like a uh, it looks like a Monte Carlo. 
Is that what it is? Malibu? It's nice. I love the color. 427 badged. I got some get up and go on it. Big block, baby. You want me to lower the window and offer him uh, a figure? Give you 20 grand right now? No. So uh, we, <laughs> disappointingly enough, as we were, it was about 5.30, I checked and saw that Smoky Mountain Knife Works would be closing at 6 p.m. today because it's a, it's a Tuesday. And our plan to go and buy switchblades kind of fell through. We had a chance to buy switchblades at some shithole um, convenience store in Tennessee. We stopped, and uh, they had switchblades there, but we didn't buy any. So, boo-hoo. Um, I already own several switchblades. How about you? No, I, I don't have any. See? Jim doesn't have any. This is a tragedy. You know what? I bet we'll find another place, either today or tomorrow. Maybe we're headed right for the switchblade outlet in Bristol. Who knows? Um, but the plan from for now is to stop in Bristol quickly, take a photo, because the birthplace of Country Music Museum is closed, and uh, maybe get a quick bite to eat, and then immediately get back on the road and drive the three hours and 25 minutes to my cousin's house in Waynesboro, Virginia, and then we stay overnight in Waynesboro, and then uh, get up in the morning and drive the other three and a half hours home. What do you think? You like it? How did you feel about the session last night, by the way, the Sun Studio session? Oh, I mean, what can I say? It was unforgettable. You know, it was just an incredible experience. Um, lots of fun. I mean, you know, the best part to me was just the like the warmth of the guys the the, the uh, studio guys everybody working there was just so well welcoming you know and, and warm and they just made they just made you feel so at ease and comfortable it was yeah I mean it's it's just fantastic yeah yeah they felt like guys you've known a long time you know they, it was kind of instant familiarity they were very friendly people and um, just to be in that building to be in that space to stand there uh, and wander the same areas that all those folks that we know and love did, including Sam Phillips and Marion Keisker and uh, Elvis Presley, of course. But um, it's interesting because, you know, the tiles that line the floor and the walls and the ceiling are the original asbestos tiles that, uh, that they put up back in 1952 or whenever they opened Sun Studios, somewhere around there, 53 maybe. Um, and I picked up myself a Memphis Recording Service t-shirt. Anyway, Bristol is next. I wish I had thought to turn this on when we were in there talking about the family history. I'm here at uh, in Waynesboro, Virginia at Cousin JD's house. Hello. Hi there. Uh, you enjoy your stay this evening. It was a whirlwind. We showed up here, what, 11.15 last night, and it's 10 a.m. now, 10.15. We're leaving. Wow. I'm glad you had the opportunity to come visit us. It's good to see you and your buddy. It's good to see you, and uh, we'll be back. Don't worry about it. Make sure he does it. All right, that's Cousin J.D. Let's, let's hit the road. Let's get on the road. Hey, friends, thanks to all of you for listening. Don't forget the show will replay on Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time right here on thehoundnyc.com. And then it becomes a podcast available wherever you get podcasts. 
7 p.m. Tuesday. When no one else can understand me When everything I do is wrong You give me hope and consolation